The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Bell and Sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Jalen Nye. Hi, Andrew Gross. Look at that, 336 already. We had an earlier topic about five phrases that make you uh-huh. look dumb. Uh, we had to switch gears, but uh, might be worth revisiting. So many of our listeners texted in their own... Uh, Your pet peeves when it comes to words and pronunciation. So many of them, I'm trying to page back to try and find you them You know which here. one I hate or dislike? I've got a number of well, them. I don't like the word hate. I used to tell my kids all the time, yeah. still do, don't use the That's word hate. just changed to dislike. Yeah, hate Hate's is a, a very strong, strong emotion. Word. That's right. Yeah. Um, orientated. <laughs> orientated? Well, it's, you know, um, people use orientated in the wrong way all the time. Oh, see, isn't that funny? I don't like, uh, see how I said I don't like? Um, comparable. It's comparable. comparable. And and I know real estate agents say it all the time. I'll show you the comparables. And I, I just, I sort of cringe every time. I, possibly there's two ways to pronounce it, but I was taught comparable is the correct <laughs> Getting way. texts. How about uh, supposedly? Oh, I don't know where that comes from. <laughs> or espresso. espresso. Oh, yeah, yeah, espresso, yeah. yeah. There's just some, you know, you've been using the word whatever word the whole your whole life and, and so it's just hard to change i dislike the word got and it got is one of the words that it's used all the time but my father would always tell me that got can always be replaced by another word hmm. you know i i got this in the mail i received this in the mail yeah i'm true you know I got a bad headache. <laughs> I, I'm reminded. I have a bad headache. He just he he would make us stop and rework the sentence if we use the word got when we were kids. And so even now when I'm around him, because it slips out every once in a while, it just mm-hmm. does. But even now around him, if got slips out, um, the uh, brakes get pumped. Really? And it's like, yeah, backtrack. So I was not uh, in any way homeschooled, uh, but I did spend some time in, uh, let's call it a private school. <laughs> uh, but my, <laughs> my mom, an English war bride, uh, and who, by the way, um, I said yesterday as the show was closing, I've not been able to reach my uh-huh. mom in several days, still was wasn't able to reach her all day today up till showtime, so I emailed my two brothers that live in Ottawa, which my mom dislikes when I do this because mm-hmm. I get people's concerns going. Uh, but my brother just texted my brother Doug and talked. That's his wife and talked to mom on the phone about an hour ago. Everything's fine. Okay, good news. Okay, good. good so news. she's just not taking my calls, I suppose. But anyways, my mom. Um, was really very specific on how you speak and and what words you use. Um, But she relented on that when we moved to Prince Edward Island because I was having a hard time adjusting to being with, uh, you know, in a new school and new friends and or lack thereof. Uh, And one of the first encounters I had was going to a curling rink where we were all going to learn to curl as part of our PE program. And I was just getting to know these guys and a bunch of the real cool guys came in and they knew that I had made friends with David who we called Beaver. He was my neighbor, and he's a great guy. We're still friends. And they asked, Has, is Beaver here? And I said, uh, he's yet to arrive. Mm. 
and Ooh, fancy pants. was mercilessly yes. ridiculed. Yeah, yeah. He's yet to arrive. Yeah, yeah he's yet to arrive. Mm-hmm. So I, I told my mom, I can't, I, I, I can't talk like you want me to because people are. I'm going to get beat up. Um, yeah, which I almost did that day. Mm. You mean he he hasn't got here yet? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm. He's yet to arrive. On my mom's side of the family, mm. they use the phrase "usent to be." What? It usent to be that way. That, that's not even a thing. Well, it's well on on the Flaherty side of the family, it is very much a thing. It's like. I think some families come up with their own words and come up with their own phrases. And on her side of the family, it is used to be. Oh, it used to be like that. Remember the store down there? It used to be like that. Or her hair used to be like that. I've never heard that before. Well, again, I would laugh I think, right out loud. Well, yeah, exactly. But it was it, that was very much a family thing. I always taught my children there was no such word as inflammable, that the word is flammable. Um, and then we saw inflammable written on the side of a truck while we are driving. And my kids both pointed out, well... There it is, mm. Dad, right? And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't seem right to me, though. It was like thaw. Thaw, unthaw, thaw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, if you're going to thaw something. Right. You know the one my mom used all the time, probably still does, which I've never understood? Cheap at half the price. Cheap well, yeah, at half it, the Yeah, it would be cheap at half the price, wouldn't it? If you take 50% off something, doesn't that by definition make it cheaper, at least? Shouldn't it be cheap at twice the price? That makes more sense. It's still cheap at twice the price. But that's one you hear constantly. I'm sure you've heard it. I've heard it maybe once or twice in my lifetime. Well, spend some more time with my mom. Right? So it's the same thing. I think sometimes just certain families, they get certain things and there's certain words or statements or phrases that are very specific to your family. I, I guess. Or your group of friends. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had a good one. What was it? I can't say it on the air. Oh, well, that is a good one then. You'll have to tell me well, off the name here. of our group. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can say that can on the Can I say that on the air? Well, I think so. It, I think it's all in the presentation. If you set it up correctly <laughs> and say that we were a group... Of friends mm-hmm. who got well, we together. We are a group of friends. Are a group of friends, a member of which is with Crystal Glass. Which, by the way, my car was at today in South Edmonton Common. They did a fabulous job. They were so quick. It's so nice not to have all kinds of chips. And before you ask, yes, I paid full price. <laughs> um, <laughs> they just did a good job. And that's something I thought about too. I thought about on the way from Crystal Glass, like I went and picked up my car. But I thought as Maddie was getting my car. I thought, you know, I'd love to give a shout out to Crystal Glass, but the problem is when you have a large audience, people automatically think that it's some kind of... Crystal Glass is a, is a sponsor of our sports desk. Are they? Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah but they're a good bunch anyways. <laughs> yeah, There's, uh, yeah, but it's funny because we've often said that it's so easy to criticize people, but very re- irregularly, mm-hmm. is that a word? And do you just say, hey, somebody did a good job? Well, Crystal job, Glass yeah. did a good job today. Um, I forgot where I was going uh, with this. The name entirely. of our group. Oh, the glass holes. There it is. Yeah. I said it. We were there. Yeah. I said it. So if there's if there's pushback to that, I said it. Jay said not to say it. I said it. Well, I, won't I don't say know it again, if I said it, but it was yeah. It was glass and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Still the best group name. <laughs> it seriously was. As a whole, we were and a great came, group. Yeah and, yeah, and we came up with that 
coach came up with that's that right. across the street at the German Cultural Center <laughs> After of a few all beers, places. That's right. David from Ottawa. Hey, friend, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Andrew, cheap at half the price is sarcastic. What it really means is it's damned expensive at the price you're trying to charge me. So wait a minute. Run that by me again. Cheap at half the price. Because with your accent and my mom's accent, I'm guessing you came from the same school system. So cheap at half the price is sarcasm. Yeah. It means what you're trying to charge is expensive. It would be cheap at half of that price. Ah. But it's a way of calling people out, really, without saying you're, you're trying to get some money by me out of me, you know. Yeah, but you see, my mom didn't use it that way. She would, And she has a pretty good education. But she would... She would look at the price of a blouse and say, ooh, it's cheap at half the price. Yeah. It was one of those expressions that sort of sort of moved into general... Um, usage, yeah. Usage, yeah. And what happens is everybody interprets it in their own way. But originally, that's what it meant. It's, hey, that's way too expensive. It's cheap at half the price. Oh, okay. Well, actually, that kind of makes sense. It goes back to the days when you, you would not pay whatever you asked to pay, you would dicker because there was always a, big, a markup that people would share it to some degree. But, hey, I grew up in England. <laughs> you'd, be surprised, you'd be surprised at some of the expressions. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't oh, be surprised at I all. I love them all. I love them all. When my cousins or my dad start spouting them off, it's like, oh, I could listen to this all day. Yeah. It's regional, too. Oh, and right? then the Scots, too, once they get involved. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. Oh. Uh, the first time I was on Vancouver Island... Um, the guy I was working for uh, put out a buffet, and I said, um, do you mind if me and whoever I was with uh, grab a plate? And he said, fill your boots. <laughs> and I was like, could I just grab a plate? Like, I never... You I'd hadn't heard, heard fill your boots I had not before. heard fill your boots before, but apparently that's an expression. It is. You just take whatever you want. It, it's open. If you, if you want to fill your boots up and take it home, you're welcome to do it. Not fill your pockets. Which is much yes. different than resume and a boot as well. Those are another, yes. those are two yes. things much. Resume and a boot. Fill your boot's a very positive expression. <laughs> resume in your boot means we should have started. We did kind of. We, we did. Should it's not resume. That. We need yeah, to hashtag. Everybody needs to tweet something. Hashtag resume in a boot. boot. Your fail. What was yeah, your what fail? What was your fail? Yeah. I, I find language is, is fascinating. But what annoys me personally is when I get people that use irregardless. It's not mm. a word. You yes. know, well, what about inflammable then? Inflammable, what happened, um, quite honestly, Andrew, okay, because part of what I taught at night was um, fire and stuff like that. Mm. So many people thought that inflammable meant it was safe. Yeah. So we came to a sort of, which it wasn't. It no, meant of course it'll not. catch fire. Yeah. And so there was sort of a a, a worldwide agreement that they should change the word, which is grammatically wrong, to flammable, so that everybody, regardless of whether they were speaking English or or some other language, would understand that. Don't put your fingers in there. Don't bring anything hot close to it because it will burst into flame. Mm. And that's how that that got changed. Grammatically, it's incorrect, but for safety reasons, it hmm. sort of moved into sort of common usage. No, oh, there you go. There we go. The David from Onaway. Yeah. It's great to hear your voice again, David. Yeah, when are you going to drop that fake accent? Buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I think probably in another 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of me will drop about the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, David. Nice to hear from you. Thank you, guys. Take Bye. care. All right. Um, my husband's family all say, use guys.
Mm. You have a nice house. Drives me nuts. I worked for a fellow who used use guys all oh, the time how and can it you was take that serious it was it, it was he was the general manager of the TV station that mm. I worked at and everyone just <laughs> would look at him and say what do you know or I seen uh, yeah then there's those ones yeah those are very common like the then and uh, or the there and there the effect and effect affect and effect someone says Jeff Foxworthy says uh, used to could <laughs> it was just, just I know, but used to could. It's kind of like used to be. <laughs> used hmm. to could do that. You might be a red to give. <laughs> Some more of the words that bug you. Uh, my kids used to say "lasterday" instead of "yesterday." It should be a word. Haha. <laughs> also, my husband says "gotten." I strongly dislike that word. Strongly. L- listen to this, because mm-hmm. these are all from the same texture. And, and uh, I just said, "What's your first name?" But he probably won't get the text in time. But they're all from the same texture. They all uh, resonate with me. Okay. Uh, I have a friend who always says, "I'm so unorganized." For some reason, it drives me crazy. It should be, I'm so disorganized. disorganized. Um, and this made me laugh out loud. I don't know why. My, my boss one time said, I'm not saying I don't think it might not be a bad idea. <laughs> and he was completely serious. <laughs> it's a lot of words. Yeah. I don't like it when people use O in place of zero when they're saying a phone number or uh, address. I agree with you on that one. Mm, I do that sometimes. And how about this one? I gots to go to the Safeways. <laughs> it's Safeway. And it's underwear, not underwears. It's not Safeways. It's not underwears. Mm-hmm. You're not buying the underwears at the Safeways. Uns are, are difficult to, as well. Hey, uns and knowing when to say unintelligent, in, no, in, <laughs> inundated, uninundated. Oh, never mind. I can't think of a good example. Hi, Claude. Hi, uh- Thanks for receiving my call. I got a real quick one that's been bothering me. I'm a French man, and of course you'll understand what I mean. Um, I've heard this expression a few times, and I'm not sure where it originates or what exactly it means. And when speaker people are in a conversation, and all of a sudden something is being said or whatever, and somebody says, oh, pardon my French. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what exactly does that mean? I'm not sure. Well, I, I, I get it's it's a it's a derogatory uh, yes. remark towards French because typically where it's used is when someone's rude. So you uh, you pass wind or burp out loud. And you go, "Pardon my French." So the idea being, or that, you swear, yeah, yeah, or... that French people are are ignorant. <laughs> now I could have I could listen. I could have soft pedaled that one to you, but or, that's what or, it is. or lied to you. But that's what that is. That's what that is. Uh, okay. Well, I thank you so much. And guys, you're doing a great show once again. Oh, I thanks. really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for call. listening. Appreciate it. Um, hello, Roger. Hi there. How are you? I'm better now that we're talking to you. What's going on? My wife, and I, I have to commend you on this one, has a habit of the word orientated. Oh, mm. yes. <laughs> yeah. the hair on my back stand up. Mm-hmm. But the other one that is so used that drives me nuts is at the end of the day. At the end of the day. Yes. You know? You, well, you know what? I, 
Here's the thing, and Who I agree with you. I think, was it Ralph Klein that used that all the time? There's certain expressions that suddenly become very popular. At the end of the yes. day is one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, threw me under the bus or throw them under the bus suddenly became uh-huh. popular. And then, you know, among media people, um, when they didn't have the facts or when there was no study to back it up, they would say uh, anecdotal. They have anecdotal oh, yeah. evidence. And it just becomes this sort of buzz term, right, that everybody uses, but it's... It's a catch-all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but my, my, my brother used to be an uh, English professor at university, oh. and this one he uh, I found rather astounding. First day of school, freshman class, he gave him an English exam. Something relatively simple, and he said over 30% of his university students were functionally illiterate. Yeah. Functionally illiterate. Mm. Wow, that I, I actually like that word. It's not a word, but oh, I know. But he used it, so I figure I can too. <laughs> you know, English professors actually kill me. Uh, as a business student, I had to take a, an English course. It was required at Dalhousie. You have to take an English course. So I took introductory literature. And I met a professor who was your stereotypical professor, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with the patches on his, uh, you know, the failed. He'd written a couple of books, but hadn't written anything new in 20 years, like that kind of guy. Had a bit of a drinking problem. And all the students were high school, just out of high school, into university for the first time. And I've never forgotten him. Of all the professors I've ever had, one of the students said to him, will there be any surprise exams? And he looked at him and said, You'll have enough trouble uh, passing the ones you're aware of. That's a good one. Have a great day. You, you too. too, Roger. Thank you, everyone who has texted in. We're going to have to. We're going to have to. We're going to have to. We're going to have. We're going to circle back around, maybe around four twenty. Yeah, keep them coming, Sabine. I like the ones that you gave <laughs> yeah, us earlier. Yeah, keep them coming and uh, let us know those uh, those words, those those phrases that just irk you, that get you under the skin, get your blood boiling. <laughs> get you under the skin. I know. Oh. I'm looking at the clock and realize I still had another minute to talk. Oh no way! Is that yeah. right? I, I was turning my mic. I know you were. So it sounded that's, like you so, were summing things yeah, up. Yeah, well, me, that's what I was trying to do. And then I uh, looked at the clock and realized we still had a minute. And that's when the words came out wrong. <laughs> and that being said is another one. Uh, How about Legos instead of Lego? Cautiously optimistic. People from Calgary that say Calgary. Calgary. Or, or how about uh, Edmonton? Edmonton. Instead of Edmonton, Edmonton. I've not heard that. Oh, I hear it all the time. I don't talk to many people. I hear it on the news quite a bit, Edmonton. For all intensive purposes, for all <laughs> intents and purposes. That's another great one. Oh, okay, right. quickly, Marshall, quickly, quickly. We're almost out of time. Yeah, I just got to say, I won't tell you where the guy was from, but he worked for us, and he used to, he used to say he lost the quarter behind the counter, and he says, if my wife asks him where... Ask him where it's to. You tell her where it be. No, oh, well, we don't. <laughs> and there she was, gone. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Marshall from White Court, three fifty-eight to four o'clock news. Up next, the six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad.